0: It's playoffs time. Big stakes. Bigger promotions. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $5 into 200 That's 40 to 1 odds on any basketball game. All you have to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy, and if that team wins, you will receive $200 in free credits. That's right. Pick any team that is still in contention, Bet $5, and if that team wins, you cash $200 in free credits. All it takes to claim these 40-to-1 odds on the basketball team of your choosing is placing a $5 bet on that team to win. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your Buns at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn five dollars into two hundred dollars in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you claim two hundred dollars in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Pressure's on, Will. We took a week off. Uh... For this yeah this You're recording
1: this i'm recording this right now yes I, I wasn't even warned
0: by the state of california you don't have rights in california no. um you do have a responsibility to talk about the denver broncos every week mm-hmm. it's a weird rule about living in california but that's the way
1: your communist governa- government wants it over there. <laughs> Even when there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Even
0: after we take a week off. We, here's what sucks. is The day I leave for vacation was the day Jerry Judy got arrested. Yeah. And it... Like, I opened my phone after the plane landed. That was the news. And all I wanted to do was, like, look into it and then talk about it. Right. And couldn't. Uh, Luckily, it was a situation where, like all these situations, you need a little time to kind of see how it plays out, get a little more info. Um, Because I'm sure I would have put my foot in my mouth. But we wait. This is the That's Good Broncos podcast on YouTube and in your ears. Uh, today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR over at DraftKings when you sign up. And, of course, my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. We've got a uh, little discount coming up in June for 10 years of That's Good Sports. Can you believe that shit? So stay nope. tuned. I got a great promo code to give out for that. And that's it. Uh Jerry Judy, Broncos started OTAs, consensus, Russell Wilson still good at football. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about Cortland Sutton kind of emerging as the guy who appears to be Russell Wilson's favorite target. I think and you got a little thing about old Peter King putting the Broncos at the bottom, the power
1: bottom four. Very disrespectful from Peter King. Yeah, he, he ranked all 32 teams in his column. I don't want to spoil it, but the Buffalo Bills were number one. It's fine with me. You know who's number two? Who? The Los Angeles Chargers. That son of a bitch. <laughs> the Chargers are uh, – it is the Chargers time of year, isn't it? Yeah. This is when they shine. This is when they do their best work it really is
0: and that's okay we can let the chargers have Have may to august you know why not
1: you want may june july august maybe even a little bit of september boom you can have there you go you can have it we'll take december we'll take january hell we might even take february never know never and and then maybe even april when the season expands even more
0: yeah. Chargers are a, a really good example of how you can still lose with an immensely talented quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, con- very consistently as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did it with. Fouts. I mean, they won a lot with Rivers.
1: You can go back to Fouts, too. Ah, it is yeah. it is hilarious that this is a team that has had, you know, going all the way back to the AFL, John Hadle, great quarterback. Dan Fouts. Philip Rivers. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Good, good catch. And now Justin Herbert. And the one quarterback who took them to the Super Bowl was Stan Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know how that works.
0: I think there's a, a video idea there,
1: Will. I think there is. I think, I think there you is. Might just be right.
0: how the Chargers have failed with three generational quarterbacks it or that can be
1: 10 hours long yeah (laughs) it's just the history of the chargers franchise
0: yeah you know and if like if the broncos didn't sign russell wilson and they were out of the playoffs i'd be pulling for the chargers a little bit because sick of seeing the chiefs i don't want to i can never root for the raiders in any circumstance wouldn't have mind seeing the chargers do a little postseason success. Uh, but now that I think the Broncos are going to be competitive, I wish them the worst. I wish them nothing but bad luck. So of course.
1: That's yeah. Where we're at. I, I mean the last year or last year or two of, of rivers, I think in, in 2018, when they were really good, I was kind of pulling for old man, Phil, yeah, playoffs, and and they beat Baltimore, and just got rocked by New England, yeah. in the divisional round. Phil grows on Phil
0: grew on me. It took time, but uh, Rivers grew on me. He grew like up a, a little bit too. Kind of like a deformity on your body that at yeah. first you don't like, and then you accept it, and then you realize you know it kind of gives you a little character, makes you a little
1: little unique. And you learn to love it in a weird way. He, he keeps things. He keeps you engaged, I think, as an AFC West fan. It would have been boring without him. Oh, definitely. We need more more of that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Justin Herbert's that guy. No, Justin Herbert's too vanilla. Way too vanilla. Um, Patrick Mahomes, too. Like, Mahomes, you know, what are you going to say? Like, he has an annoying voice. He has an annoying brother. He has an annoying wife. Yes, yes. Okay, there you go. Nailed it. But, like, he himself... (laughs) He's not like uh, outspoken enough to make you right. loathe him. Uh, just to vanilla. Russell Wilson, the king of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, oh, man, we've been talking about how good the AFC West is with quarterbacks. But personality-wise, they have the least controversial QBs maybe ever. Yeah, we
1: should power rank the, the divisions polite. based on quarterback personality. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Well, I think the AFC South might give them a run for their money. For politeness, got, Yeah. Well, just for vanilla Yeah, you got Davis Mills, <laughs> Matt Ryan, who might be at the top of the leaderboard there, Ryan Tannehill, and uh, who am I missing? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. That's about as, uh, about as white bread as you can get. Oh, that is uh, man. It is, yeah, that is the <laughs> terms of personality. Whew. Yeah, I mean when you get to the AFC East, at least you got, you know, two is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean Mac the Jones, feistiest CBS thing guys. The feistiest thing
0: Ryan Tannehill said is he wasn't gonna be uh Malik Willis's mentor.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That he is uh controversy. He is trying to say interesting stuff now. He was kind of like a. I don't. I think people like maybe didn't like him earlier in his career in Miami, but that was a long time ago. So, yeah. Oh boy. It'll be a great video when that comes out. (laughs) The least likable. What is it? The most likable quarterbacks, least likable. I don't know. Quarterback divisions raked. In terms of likability, boom, and hmm. 3,000 views.
0: <laughs> yeah, the division recap we just did is tanking, but
1: well, to be fair, I guess, um, you know, you were a little upset that you missed out on Jerry Judy, but you managed to get a hundred thousand views out of it. Uh, yeah, I
0: i knew I had the right title multiple broncos, yeah. arrested.
1: multiple broncos wide receivers arrested, Brendan Lane. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was a. I forgot, like,
0: I uh, I thought he was a corner, and then you know, you reread, it's like, oh, wide receiver, and then I say wide receiver, and then, like, yeah, he switched. They, they tried to convert him, I forgot they tried to switch. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, that that fight was crazy. It was crazy that it took so long to kind of get confirmed that it was Brendan Langley that yeah. was in the fight. Um. But yeah, that video did well, so it's okay that the NFC West tanked. I got a follow up for today though. The Javon Kinlaw interview. It's mm-hmm. so good. I uh, did you watch it? I did. Yeah. Where, where he just starts calling that uh, reporter, uh, questioning his testicle size and his tiny
1: penis. Uh, it's the best. It is the best. The the like reaction the guy makes when he starts saying that stuff it feels like the perfect gif.
0: Oh, I I should relook at his face. Yeah,
1: I'll will send it to you. Later. Yeah,
0: but it sounds like that guy is not very well liked by Forty Nine er
1: players. So it, it seems like everybody every team has one of those guys. Yeah.
0: The media, kind of, he's the guy in the media who has access, but is mostly just there to always take the negative
1: approach. By comparison,
0: yeah. in Denver, that would be James Merrillat.
1: Except, like, I don't, I don't think, think he, he pisses players off though. No, I
0: don't Does think he, he goes and like talk shit to players. Um, but anyway, I'll talk more about that later. I did. We should talk about the Jerry Judy thing uh, because it did happen and we haven't yet.
1: Right. Yeah. So he got arrested almost two weeks ago at this point. Yeah. Pretty close. And when the report came out, basically everybody just saw the words domestic violence. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. Like, here we go. And it turns out that he and his. I don't know if it his wife or just the mother of his child yeah they're not arguing married. okay they're arguing and she took his phone and in retaliation he took a uh, baby formula and, and documents and locked them in a car yeah in her wallet they're in they're, the car all, yeah. or yeah and he locked the
0: car preventing her to, to get access to those things
1: yes he was withholding that uh those items from yeah. her, which so is why. Came. What's that? So, the, so someone called the cops. She did. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it. Yeah, they'd have to. Uh, that she that called the
0: cops, nice. and she has also asked that the charges not be pressed against him. Now, mm-hmm. she also said that she never felt threatened physically. Uh, that she just called the cops to monitor the situation. And um, in the state of Colorado, the weird thing was the wording. And that was like the first thing I noticed because I opened yeah. my phone and I have all these DMs. And was like, Judy arrested, Jerry, Judy arrested, judge, jury, and executioner, whatever. There's like jokes. I'm like, oh, fuck, what happened? And it was uh, the domestic violence... Enhancer. Enhancer. Like, yeah. I've never seen that phrasing, but it sounds like something Colorado, that you
1: really shouldn't have. Like something that doesn't need to be enhanced.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I get where the law is coming from. It's like you yeah. can't take things from other people to use it to like intimidate them into doing something you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure this situation was the correct example for that, but I think Judy's. He's got a hearing on May thirty first, uh. Which is interesting because I do have to report for jury duty tomorrow. Oh, so
1: they would never let you uh, uh, be on that jury though.
0: Give me the Judy kit. It's the, I, I thought it goes <laughs> to like a jury thing. Yeah, that
1: would be ridiculous too.
0: But I was like, the timing. What if I were? I could be the insider, and then I would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get in trouble because you're not supposed to talk about the trial. I would be, I'd totally be talking about it.
1: Yeah, you'd have to. It's your obligation.
0: Yeah. But anyway, it looked initially, by the way, it was reported a bad situation. The good news is physical violence never happened. That's your first concern in a situation like that, right? Right, right. Everybody should be anti-physical violence unless it's two men fighting in an airport. Then mm-hmm. we celebrate the, vic- the victor of that, uh, and then we learned what the situation with the situation was. It seemed like two people who got in an argument. It got out of control, but not in a physical way. And the cops happened to be called. The cops got called. So, in terms of what this means for Judy, uh, kind of depends on what happens Monday. I'm assuming nothing's gonna happen like it doesn't seem like something that justifies a punishment like but i don't know like maybe depends on probably the judge and information about the situation that we don't have but based on everything we've heard reported from judy's side from uh the woman's side from the police themselves like I don't know what the, like, offense would be. You know what I mean? Like a punishable offense.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's any sort of precedent. Um, yeah, I've never seen a situation would like that. Like a two-game suspension. This does, like, feel like something that would have happened to Brandon Marshall back in the day before he, like, figured things out. Right. No, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, this was just – it was a weird situation, People overreacted very quickly and, and really jumped to conclusions. And, you know, you had like photoshops of Jerry, Judy, and Henry Ruggs together in orange jumpsuits and people like taking victory laps, like, you know, Raiders fans taking victory laps because now we can't, you know, clown on them for Henry Ruggs. Oh, but you know, they're not even in the same, uh, ballpark. They're not in the same stratosphere. They're not in the same galaxy. Yeah. The uh, internet's disgusting sometimes. The internet is, is horrible, and I, I am kind of glad that you weren't around to make a video because um, then we get to look smart for not saying anything, and then we can just play it off as uh, we waited to hear all the facts.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's like the weird thing about talking about these these situations. Yeah. Like you want to be careful because you definitely don't want to say anything that makes you look like you don't care about a domestic uh, violence uh, situation, right? You don't want to be insensitive. Mm -hmm. And as a fan of the team, there's also this part of you that's really hoping it's not true, right? Because you want your player to not get in trouble. Yeah. Or if some part of it is true, you want it to be the, uh, like, the least offensive version of whatever that situation could have been. You know what I mean? Which turned out to be the case, we think. Yeah. Like, the fact that nobody's hurt is, like, all you can ask for. And it seems like there's an unhealthy relationship between Jerry and this person. And it's unfortunate because they just had a child together, uh, which is why Jerry Judy missed that initial Russell Wilson, you know, training day thing. Yeah. So, like... If you're looking at it just as a person, you hope like they can figure this shit out because there's a kid involved now and you don't want that kid to be living through a situation where there's this really unhealthy relationship between two people. And I don't know the extent of their relationship or anything that's going on there and it's not fair for us to like guess either. So it's like I it's like one of those things that I fucking hate talking about. I just fucking hate talking about this shit because I never know the right way to approach it. Um, You don't want to make jokes about something before you know what happened. And then when you do know what's happened, you feel like you could make jokes about it, but you probably just shouldn't. And unless it was like the Chiefs or the Raiders or the Chargers, then I would be going after them.
1: Yeah, no, of course, of course. Um, Yeah, and it, it just like wasn't that funny. Of a situation too. If it were like more comical, then maybe it would lend itself to something.
0: No. What you want to see is like a player. uh, He got in trouble for exposing himself in public. To me, that's (laughs) fine. To me, as long as it's like uh, not around a school. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's like the last place you want to expose yourself yeah. Generally speaking. Player
0: exposes himself at Dippin' Dots. <laughs>
1: do they have the physical stores for Dippin' Dots or do they just have carts?
0: I don't know. Player dips his testicles in Orange Julius. <laughs> <Dips> his-
1: <laughs> Grant Cohn of the 49ers media dips his Dippin' Dot sized testicles into Orange Julius. Boom. That's funny.
0: Anyway, I don't think he'll be suspended. If he does, it will be minimal.
1: Um, I, I say, if this were college football, Jerry, you're sitting out one drive. <laughs> like, that's what they do, basically. Like, hey, we got your helmet. You can go in on the second drive. Second drive, you're in. Yeah. I think that, that would be... Uh they won't do that though. So no. And I'm glad. Uh, but I think to your earlier point, yeah, does give Cortland Sutton kind of a head start. And everybody talks about and fairly like Alan Robinson has never had a good quarterback. Let's bring up Cortland Sutton, too, <laughs> who was incredible in 2019 with, with Joe Flacco and, and Brandon Allen and Drew Locke. And the best quarterback that he's played for that he's caught passes from, probably that 2019 version of Drew Locke yeah. or Case Keenum. Or Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, who threw him a touchdown once. He's probably the best quarterback that uh, <laughs> yeah. that he's caught a pass from. Did Sutton throw a touchdown? Um I think he caught a touchdown. Yeah. Isn't that Thursday night game against the Cardinals where they like where everybody scored a touchdown basically?
0: Yeah, but did I thought Sutton threw one one time? Maybe it was just
1: a pass. He sometimes. might have. Yeah, he probably threw a pass.
0: Well, I thought I'm thinking last season, Cortland Sutton threw a pass. Cortland
1: Sutton pass.
0: Let's see if this is. Yeah, that was against the, Pamp the Vikings.
1: Oh, I remember that, yeah. That was to Tim Patrick, right?
0: Yeah, Timmy Patrick.
1: Oh, I can hear Kevin Harlan.
0: Yes. Um, Before we continue with um, Cortland Sutton and his elite arm, the NBA playoffs, Will, they're still happening. Yes, they are. Your Kings aren't in it. My they're not. aren't in it. But the playoffs of the basketball are in full swing. And you can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. I feel like we need to say the full names of leagues. I'm tired of the abbreviations. Yeah, it's great at killing time. That's why they do it on TV. National Football League, National Basketball Association. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. So you win no matter what. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during... Before? After? During the games. (laughs) The same game, parlays. (laughs) Tricked you. You can combine multiple bets for bigger payouts. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Look, I'm watching more hockey right now, and you can do DraftKings with hockey. Uh, A team from Colorado is currently beating the evil forces from Missouri, so maybe I'll be doing my, my DK action there. But these offers in the NBA... Top notch. So, download DraftKings, use code DNVR, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting part of the NBA. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, Corlin Sutton point because judy's being held out of the otas right now he had like it's like a minor back issue Mm -hmm. nothing to do with the off the field thing just a precaution uh so sutton one he got work in with russell wilson when all the receivers went out um it seems like russ is building a relationship with Cortland sutton um and now, yeah, he's getting extra work at the OTAs. Although I saw Tim Patrick make a, a pretty nice catch from Russell Wilson and some of the highlights, <laughs> the practice highlights that you see. Uh, but if I had to bet on a player having a huge uptick in production on the Broncos offense, I think it is Cortland Sutton. And I think he's the he, Sutton plays like the style that Russell Wilson is most suited
1: to like take advantage of. You think he's like the DK Metcalf?
0: Yeah, he's offense? like a, I think he's a more diverse DK in what he can do. Um
1: they kind yeah. of have two DKs. He's what's that? They kind of have two DKs with Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. And then you got your yeah KJ Hamler's got a little bit of Tyler Lockett and Jerry Judy's Jerry Judy's a little bit like, uh, is the potential to be like a, like a really souped up Doug Baldwin. Ooh, there you go. A rich man's Doug Baldwin. And Doug Baldwin (laughs) was pretty good too. Yeah. Baldwin was great.
0: Yeah. I was watching a Russell Wilson highlight and, uh, it was a little older than I thought. And I first thought it was Tyler Lockett making this sideline catch and it was Doug Baldwin. And I was like, damn, I forgot how good Doug Baldwin, uh, was, um, he's like the, the difference right now between like Doug Baldwin and Jerry Judy, if you're comparing like Baldwin was the guy who would always make the tough catch. And I think if Judy has something to prove, like that's the area of his game that, uh, he needs to, like, make the biggest stride. And a part of that's just the narrative from his drops from his rookie season, Uh something that he really got better at. But uh once you see him make some of those catches, then, yeah, maybe that comparison's fair. But I think he's more shifty and athletic than Baldwin.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's got... Baldwin was, like, a, a good runner after the catch, like, a little more physical, I think. And Judy's got the... Juki out of your skates kind of athleticism after the catch. Yeah. Kind of like Antonio Brown, really. He does have a little bit of Antonio Brown in him. I think that's not, we're not saying off the field. (laughs) No, but it's (laughs) a guy who can get open.
0: Uh, Again, AB was another guy who'd make any catch though. That's true.
1: That's true. He needs to, well, to be fair, not a ton of accurate passes thrown to him in big spots yet. Yes, they, yes. I mean, the signature Jerry Judy play so far. Well, they both kind of came in this rookie season. The the catch against the Jets was incredible. Right. And the yeah, the ninety two yard touchdown against the Raiders. That's kind of like that. Some those two plays illustrate like what he can be. Yeah, it's, he can do it all. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I think I think when it comes down to it, Russell Wilson will develop like a... It's third down and eight. I know my guy who I'm throwing to, and I think it'll probably be Patrick or Sutton.
0: Yeah. I think early on, for sure. Um, yeah, Russ seems to... It always seems to be like a two-receiver sort of prominent system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also it's you could argue like the seahawks have never had more than two (laughs) really really good ball catchers on the field at the same time
1: um except for let's see what they had baldwin and curse it baldwin curse and Sidney rice i think at one point right yeah and then they had baldwin curse and percy harvin yeah and last year they just had I'm pretty sure it's just DK and Tyler Lockett.
0: Yeah. That it'll be interesting to see what Wilson does with all these weapons. Um, I think everybody notices like the difference between Wilson right now at practice versus what they've had <laughs> in the past. But that's been a story like like that was a story when Case Keenum came in. It was a story when that's Flacco true. came in.
1: Like, what is it? Flacco yeah. just
0: looks like the guy out there. I'm telling you, Flacco looks like the guy.
1: So It's never like, is- oh, sh- oh, shit, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this- damn it. Yeah. We shouldn't have done that. We should um, not have traded for this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck.
0: And then you put in here what? uh Oh, yeah. Kyle Fuller. Yeah. The Raven Ravens signed
1: Kyle Fuller. Ooh. Which... It's one of those things, the Ravens are kind of interesting because they'll sign a player who wasn't good for you, and just because it was the Ravens, you'll think like, oh, was he actually maybe better than we thought? Yeah. Otherwise, why would the Ravens sign him? It's kind of like when they make a draft pick, and you're like, oh, nice pick, no matter who it was, just because (laughs) it's the Ravens. Yeah. We'll see. I mean –
0: I saw that today. And then I also saw an article about from The Athletic about Vic Fangio and um, his influence on the defense and how he's still regarded as the toughest defensive coordinator to play against by like essentially all the top offensive guys like McVeigh, Shanahan, and uh, fuck, I forget who the other guy was that they quoted in there. And it's, it's reassuring to me if Kyle Fuller wasn't playing great with Vic Fangio, then maybe we don't have to worry too much about the Ravens stealing yeah. the guy who had some good football left in him. I mean, that could happen. Like
1: He uh, played better but, down the, the second half of the season after he got Yeah, players. Or we just, we, we our expectations shifted. <laughs> That's that also point. probably true. Yeah. It's a little bit of that too. Oh my god! Uh, we do have breaking news. Uh oh! The Las Vegas Raiders are going to work out Colin Kaepernick at quarterback. Ooh! And this is not a fake tweet. This sounds like if you know, this sounds like the subject of a fake tweet. But it's from Ari Mirov and Ian Ravenport. What do you well, think about that? He Um, sounds like he's going to fit really well in a Josh McDaniels offense. (laughs) Personally.
0: Yeah. I see Schefter tweeting about it.
1: Uh, Sure. (laughs) Sure, why not? I mean, their backups, I think, are Jared Stidham and Nick Mullins.
0: Mm. Another 49ers QB.
1: So,
0: I would hundred percent take Colin Kaepernick as a backup quarterback.
1: I uh, want to see it happen, um, just because it would be must must watch preseason television. Yeah, it really I'd, would be.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I would be totally interested to see how he plays in preseason, because like if he looks decent in the preseason, then we 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 can all for sure say that quarterback's not that hard of a position
1: <laughs> yeah it's like, this is actually way easier than we thought
0: he's had six years off and mm-hmm. look he came back in and he's fine totally totally
1: ready to go anybody can do this any and if you can't do it that's a you problem yeah <laughs> any elite <laughs> athlete can do this yeah if you can't do this you must really suck So I, I um I'm looking forward to that. I think there is a less than one percent chance that they sign him, but let's see He's getting do it. a workout. Yeah, I think like this should fall under the category of public interest, and I think the US should require this workout to be televised as mm. well. Yeah. It should be like a pro day or something. Oh, I'm sure the NFL network could swing that. I don't think, I think they tried to like the last time he, he worked out because he, he had that public like exhibition for a bunch of teams, not yeah. just one in particular. And I don't think he allowed video. I think that one was a little more.
0: weird. I think it was a little more sensitive at the time. Yeah. Like, uh, it's strange. The whole Colin Kaepernick arc has been so bizarre. Yeah, it really, it really has been. <laughs> I
1: think that's like
0: bad. The attitude about it, the NFL stance on it. NFL just fucking cowards with the whole situation. Uh, the stuff recently that came out about was that Papa John's was trying to... Uh, Papa John's was trying to convince... Fuck, like Jerry Jones, Papa John, Jerry. Let me look it up. My brain sucks.
1: I will never forgive Papa John for being the first one to congratulate Peyton Manning after Super Bowl 50. (laughs)
0: Let's see, Papa John CEO, John Shatner... Schnatter is making Schnatter. some wild claims about Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder, and Goodell. Snyder and Jones hate Goodell. Uh, oh, yeah, he was probably. trying to get out Goodell. I thought it had something to do with Cap. I think, yeah, he was trying to get Goodell out after Kaepernick. Maybe it was just Goodell. Maybe I'm confusing it. But anyway. Papa John's was trying to mess with the NFL. I thought it was part of the Colin Kaepernick arc. Maybe I was
1: wrong. (laughs) I'm sure Papa John figures in there some way. I don't think Papa John's a big Colin Kaepernick fan, though. I would doubt it. Based on remarks from um, certain conference calls. Yeah. And I don't think Colin Kaepernick's probably a Papa John fan either. I wouldn't call myself a
0: Papa John's fan. Like if I were a pro athlete, I probably wouldn't be eating Papa
1: John's. No, it would. Sounds like the one food that most quickly would make you bad at football. Yeah, I think
0: Taco Bell would make you faster. Papa John's slow you down.
1: Yeah. Who, Who was it on the Ravens that endorsed Taco Bell publicly? Body by Taco Bell. Yeah, Matthew Judon. Matt, yeah, that's right. Judon, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, everything works for the Ravens to, to bring up <laughs> full <you> go. circle. <laughs> Another full circle. We did it. All right.
0: Well, it is May, heading into June. If uh, anything crazy happens with the Broncos, we'll certainly let let you know. We'll be back next week. There's something you'd like us to talk about specifically. <laughs> Please let for the love us know God, in the comments. Us. Will started uh, a Jake Plummer, Jake Cutler episode. We're working on that.
1: Yeah, it's a very brief episode. It should be about five or six minutes. <laughs> it's an anthology. Uh, yeah, but that's not for a while. Anyway. Yeah, just, you've made just it to say, We got some podcast. balls deep stuff coming.
0: We got some balls deep stuff coming. Uh, let's go back to the the good old classic here, Will. Uh, good night.
1: And also good luck.
0: And John Elway plays his entire career without an ACL. It's playoffs! Time, big stakes, bigger promotions. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $5 into $200. That's 40 to 1 odds on any basketball game. All you have to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy, and if that team wins, you will receive $200 in free credits. That's right, pick any team that is still in contention, bet $5, and if that team wins, you cash $200 in free credits. All it takes to claim these 40-to-1 odds on the basketball team of your choosing is placing a $5 bet on that team to win. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn $5 into $200 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you claim $200 in free credits. That's promo code DNBR for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.